Welcome to the Tuned In Podcast. I'm Post-Gazette TV writer Rob Owen, and I am joined this week by Candy Havens of FYI Television. Hey, Candy. Hello. And Gwen Reyes of FreshFiction.com. Hi, Rob. And this is a special press tour edition. We are at the Television Critics Association Summer 2018 Press Tour at the lovely Beverly Hilton Hotel in Beverly Hills, California. And uh, this week we're going to talk about um, upcoming cable and streaming series. We are, have just finished our sessions with the cable networks and the streaming networks, um, and it was a very busy, what? Five days. Five, five days. days. Five, five days. days. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. why we're tired. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So if I, if I stumble in my words, that's why. So let's just go through and, and start at the beginning um, and, and look at the things that are coming up. We have HBO, which this fall sometime is going to debut My Brilliant Friend, which is based on the Elena Ferrante novel or first novel in the quad- trilogy. quadrilogy. Yeah, yeah the quadrilogy. Trilogy or quad. Um, and this is all in Italian. Right. Uh, I watched some of it. I found it. A, I haven't read the books. Have either of you read the books? Mm-hmm. No, okay. I have not read the books. I found it a little difficult to follow initially, and then I sort of got used to it. I, I found the same thing. I, I felt like once you sort of got past, I want to say even the first 25 minutes or so, yeah. then you sort of got a feel for it. Who's um, who and what's yeah, what. Yeah, and mm-hmm. who's who and what's what. Well, some, it's sometimes hard when things are subtitled. But, right. um, but yeah, and it's just gorgeous to look at. Yeah. Um, do you think you'll watch it? Yeah, I think I will. I was very invested in those young women, so... Right. I don't know if I will or not. I don't think I will. (laughs) It's not really in my wheelhouse at all. Um, Another one that they previewed was Camping, which is a new series from Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor that stars Jennifer Garner um, going camping on her husband's 45th birthday. Her husband is played by David Tennant. Um... And she is uh, a little uptight, it seems. Yes, very type-A. Type-A personality. Yes. Uh, it looked kind of funny to me. Yeah, the trailer it, they but. showed was hilarious. Um, and all of those guys, there's a lot of really talented actors in, in that one. And I love me some David Tennant and some Jennifer Garner. So I'm in on that one. I think that like if you're already a fan of girls, it might be an easy transition. Because it's definitely, you're used to kind of having the Lena Dunham character that's not very likable. Not played by Lena Dunham, she's not in the show, right. but she's writing the show, and it has that unlikable woman this, character I, again. I didn't, I didn't... I didn't love girls, and this no. seems more yeah. heightened to me, mm. and less trying to be realistic, or yeah. at least, but I don't the episode know. I watched of it... Was, oh, did they make one available? I missed Yeah, it. they had okay. three available. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. so they were... Um, I, I did not leave with a very good taste in my mouth for the show. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, interesting. Yes. So the trailer is better. Okay. The trailer is better. Watch the trailer. All right. 90 seconds. Uh, Sorry. Let's move on. National Geographic Channel continues their um, pursuit of sort of uh, high concept, high quality mm-hmm. scripted programming. Um, they're bringing back Mars for a second season. Uh, I watched one of those episodes, and it definitely seemed soapier, and I asked the panel about that, and they totally took it the wrong way, because to me, soapy doesn't mean bad. It means But they more kind of agreed with you. Yeah. yeah. They did. It, it was, and it is yeah. soapier. I mean, there's yeah. somebody's pregnant, somebody's dying. It just, yeah. it was... Which makes it all a lot more interesting, and they've jumped time a little bit. So. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Um, the, the, but they're keeping the structure of the first season, where it's half scripted drama and half kind of documentary Style stuff. stuff, yeah. Mm. 
um, which I think works okay for that. It takes a little bit to get used yeah. to. Yeah, and it seems to be what Nat Geo's doing because they have another show that's where right. doing the exact same sort yeah. of structure to it. They are. Valley of the Boom Correct. is the other show, and that looked fascinating. That's right. So good. It looks like if The Big Short and Halt and Catch Fire were made by Nat Geo. Like, it's just that. <laughs> like that's With the more comedic spin, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. to... Uh, I almost said Winston. <laughs> Winston, the guy who played Winston yeah. on um, New on Girl. New Girl. His real name, let's be, uh, let's uh, Lamorne Morris. It's yes, sort of like the Greek you. chorus narrator guy. Right. Valley of the Boom is a limited series that tells the story of the quote unquote browser wars mm-hmm. involving Netscape and Microsoft, which I knew nothing about I didn't until either. this, and I was fascinated. I was yeah. too. I'm I'm really kind of excited and want. I'm excited for it. That too. one's the, coming the one in that, winter. The one thing that will pull me out is that same structure of having the the real life people talking heads versus the drama of it. But I mean, but I think it'll be interesting. I, I like actually Mars, felt so. like it worked a little better in Valley of the Boom because it was the real people who were then being played by actors. Yeah, and sometimes when they didn't look exactly alike, it was a little confusing potentially. But um, I don't know. It was. It seemed like. The the docu part was more connected to the dramatic part, yeah, that's which a I like. Yeah. So, uh, let's see what else we have. A and E Networks History Channel has Project Blue Book, which is supposedly based on top secret investigations into UFOs. Uh, it is a scripted series starring Aidan Gillen, who was Littlefinger on uh, Game, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they made an episode available. I didn't see one. Did either of you guys? No, I, don't, I, don't I think, think it's so. too early uh, for that one. But it, the trailer looked interesting. It's got a lot of great actors. It reminds me a lot of like if like uh, Roswell and um, X Files. Well, I was thinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Manhattan. Cause it's oh still yeah. Got that same look. The fifties yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, the fifties vibe. Very secretive. And then Lifetime has you, Ooh. or you, yeah. or oh you, I don't know why I like to say My favorite show of this tour so far. Uh, so you is a psychological thriller about a stalker played by Penn Badgley, who is interested in making a writer fall in love with him. You guys have watched it, I have yes. not. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you say it is juicy Good trash. So trashy. It's so creepy. It's so sexy. I love every minute of it. It's got this really interesting narration in it that Penn Badgley does for the entire time. And then at some point it switches um, POV to another character. And I, yeah, it's really, really very cool. And it's in the same. I'm very impressed with Lifetime and their ability to kind of like up their drama games. And they think that with the Flowers in the Attic, they were trying to make a little bit. Even though it's very trashy, they're trying to make a higher quality product. Right. And so we see this, and we have um, like Unreal is in that same realm of trying to make like a higher quality product, and I think you is going to be a fun entree for that. I, I started watching it because you you were so excited about it, and I went, I had to make myself stop. <laughs> it's addictive. Yeah, it so is. it is. Yeah. It is yeah. a good a good. Uh, I'm sad they only gave us five episodes. A good grab, <laughs> grab you and pull you in show. All right, and then Viceland has the hunt for the Trump tapes, which is Tom Arnold looking for dirt on Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. he was very vocal and passionate he about this project. He was that. Did anybody watch the show? No, the no, panel was really entertaining, though. The panel was entertaining. Um, I'm gonna unless anybody watched the BritBox stuff, I'm gonna skip that. Okay. Uh, well, Bletchley Circle. Bletchley Circle is back. It's the continuation of the PBS series with two of the characters from the original. Well, now we're in America. Yeah. <laughs> um, might be good, but you know. 
I don't get Breadbox. So, uh, let's see. Moving on, Discovery Channel has basically dumped all of their scripted programming. They're not doing it anymore. They're like, we're taking back nonfiction. We're taking back nonfiction. That's what they're Which doing. Which I think is a good thing. I do too. I think that's probably a smart move. And not everybody can do scripted. Yeah. And there's certainly an audience for MythBusters Junior or. Um, Amanda to the Rescue or Chop or the her. real estate shows that are on HGTV because now HGTV falls under Discovery Channel mm-hmm. since Discovery yeah. merged with Scripps. So, um, yeah, they're gonna do just fine. They don't need they don't they need don't fiction. need scripted stuff. All right, <laughs> uh, let's see. BET has the Bobby Brown story coming September fourth through fifth. He's involved in it, which was interesting and somewhat worrisome because he denied the existence of. A 911 domestic violence call that clearly exists. He said the public record was wrong. Correct. Yeah. Over and over again. And it's a continuation of the new edition story that came out last year, I think. Yeah, or a couple years ago. A couple one years ago. Um, I'm always a little... I think it's, it's like a double-edged sword of having the subject matter involved right. because they're able to sugarcoat their right. entire story. Right. But it didn't and really control. like it showed him not in a good light many, many times. Yeah. Even in the trailer. Right. As some really not great things he did. So I don't know that I don't know how balanced it's gonna be, but there were some not great moments for him in that trailer. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, I will admit, I'm kind of curious about the new YouTube premium show, Origin. It's a yes. sci-fi drama, people on a spaceship. Yeah, the wake up. Wake up, discover everybody else is missing, and then we do Lost-style deep dives on one character per episode's backstory. It kind of reminded me of uh, Dark Matter, in a, in a way, uh, in the way that it was set up. Like, you know, how did they get there? Uh, it's not exactly a new concept, but I'm very curious to see where it goes. Yeah. Anybody watch Mr. Mercedes season one? I did. Did you like it? I did. So I are did. you eager for season two I on AT and T Audience Network? Yes, okay. I am. I uh, I watched the first uh, maybe two episodes, I think, um, and I was quite intrigued in how all of this is going to work out. They they have an interesting premise this setup. I won't ruin it for anyone, but uh, I was kind of interested to see how they're going to make all this work. Okay. Um, Amazon was here with a bunch of shows. They showed us, I think, the opening scene of season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm-hmm. Love it! It was so fantastic. It is just... the the It's so beautifully shot and production designed for the period, I guess it's 60s setting. Um, it was just a wonderful scene. I, I did not watch all of season one. I liked what I saw. Oh, I saw the whole thing. I, I love every I, moment. It makes me want to go back and yeah, finish season sure. one and then catch season two. I'm also super intrigued by the first Julia Roberts scripted weekly television series, Homecoming. Yes, based direct, off a podcast. Based off a podcast directed by Sam Esmail. They showed us just a clip from it, but I was intrigued. It's, in, it's unnerving. It reminds me very much of like um, Soderbergh's a couple of early Soderbergh films. Okay. It's got like a real dark tone to it. It's very Esmail who did Mr. Robot. Right. So it's got that same sort of dark, overbearing feel to it, but I'm also very She intrigued. was, just in what we saw, phenomenal. Just, she was talking on a phone and just expressions on her face. And yeah. I was in. I was totally in. The story is she works at a homecoming center, which is for, well, it seems like it's a, a corporate... Um, government contractor welcoming soldiers back from war. I think so. But then there's some sort of a four-year forward time jump where she's being asked about why she left there, and I don't know. It looks some hanky goes on or hanky, yeah, for sure. Um, So I am. I'm definitely going to be interested in that one. Um, 
Lodge 49 coming up uh, I loved it. <laughs> next week on uh, AMC. I The title of it, Lodge, I guess I'm still thinking Twin Peaks Dark Lodge, so I thought it was like some dark, horrible, malevolent yeah, no, thing. No. But it turns out, no, it's like a like an Elks Lodge, and this yeah, down-on-his-luck surfer guy gets involved. Really they didn't like Lebowski. it when I compared it to Big Lebowski, but it's very much that sort of feeling. Um, it's and light. kind of blue it's skies. Funny. There's dark, really not great things happening, but at the same time, it's it's very funny. Uh, I, I loved it. And uh, Wyatt Russell was... I, I'm not sure I'd seen him in a lot of different things, and he's really great in this. And I love the sibling relationship in the yeah, show. Yeah. I liked the first episode, but I also didn't necessarily feel compelled to go back. I, I, I promise if you get to episode three, you won't be able to stop yeah. watching. Mm, we'll see. There's too much television, as, as, <laughs> as we all know. Um, let's see. Oh, Little Drummer Girl. This is a, a new AMC miniseries based on another Jean Le Carre, um, sort of from the same producers who did The Night Manager. Right. I never watched The Night Manager, but I know it got glorious reviews. Did you, either of you watch that I one? did. Yeah, I and watched a few Did you episodes. like it? Yes. I like Tom Hiddleston, so... Okay. Like <laughs> he wore She wasn't wearing a shirt a lot of times, so... But this has Alexander Skarsgård and... Yes. Um, uh, who else? Uh, oh, Michael Shannon and Florence Pugh, I think Pugh, is her name. Pugh, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it looked it looked good. Yeah, from we just the saw trailer. the trailer. It's based on a really great book, so we'll have to see what happens. Well, it's, and it's interesting because it's a, t- it's a period piece, also. So it's got like this. Uh, there, she's an actress and trying to be bought into this terrorist organization to try to stop. It, it's, right. There's a lot of espionage. And yes, intrigue in for it, so sure. I'm excited. And last, we come to Netflix. Uh, they have a new animated show this fall, Disenchantment, from Matt Groening, creator of mm-hmm. The Simpsons. It's sort of like, you had a good description yeah, of it. Yeah, I said, uh, it's The Simpsons at a Renaissance Fair, basically. Basically, set in a, an old, with an E at the end, kingdom. Yeah. Um, there's a princess, there's an elf, and then there's a demon. Right, and they're friends. And they sort of team up on adventures, and it's serialized, so it's not like standalone stories. It's a continuing story, yeah. which is different for a Matt Groening yeah, uh, TV series. I was entertained. I really love animated series that are able to serialize, mm-hmm. so I'm very. Did you watch it at all yet? I haven't watched it. No, okay. I chose uh, The Innocents instead to watch ah, today. Well, we'll get I some... watched. I watched the first two episodes. Yeah, I watched the first one. I thought it had its moments. Yeah, I don't know that I'm gonna stick with it, but I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed it. All right, so uh, let's go to The Innocence then, mm-hmm. Gwen. That is, why don't you explain what that one is for us? This is a, a young adult drama coming to Netflix August twenty. But I don't like calling it a young adult drama because I felt like the adults were equally involved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I definitely think they're marketing it toward yeah, a young right. adult, sort of like a free It is audience. a young adult love story, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, so you've got um, these two young loves who uh, are on the run. We, well, she's got uh, a very controlling father, and she wants to run away from Step him. Stepdad, yeah. Stepdad, excuse me. And then uh, he also has his own issues, and they go on the run, and uh, there's this organization that's tra- chasing them, but then also she's able to... or not Shapeshift. She, yeah, everybody's able to shapeshift in this. So there's like... Paranormal elements, supernatural elements. I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> so I watched the first episode and was like, "This I, is ridiculous." I and liked it. I liked and, it. And you're aboard. I'm on board. I, okay. I, I liked it a lot. Um, I watched the first three episodes and made myself turn it off and go to bed last night. But it's um, another one of just like you can see where Netflix is when they say that they're putting their money into their content. Like the special effects are really beautiful in and this. And the and casting the is impeccable. Cinematography is beautiful. Uh, you've got Guy Pierce, who's just amazing. And they shot it in Scotland. Scotland, right? Like uh, they shot it in uh, London, Yorkshire, and Norway. Okay, um, Norway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, last, the Kaminsky Method, which is coming in November. It is described here as a dramedy starring Michael Douglas... Um, uh, and Alan Arkin plays his agent. I yes, guess. he's that's not. But it's not Michael Douglas playing Michael Douglas. No, no, yes. it's Michael Douglas playing a uh, acting coach, okay. Kaminsky. Um, and I found this. And it's called the Kaminsky. And it's method. done by Chuck Lorre, who did, did Bing Bang and right. all of that. And but so, it's single camera. It's not a multi cam. Correct. Um, and so it's basically this guy late in life trying to figure out what his next steps are. Um, and he's an actor who hasn't had super, you know, as much success as he had hoped. For um, and and then Alan Arkin plays his best friend, who's also his agent, which is kind of sad in its own thing. Um, I had I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys I laughed I even got teary eyed I had to stop watching because I was in a group full of people and I didn't want to start bawling. Um, it's very more it's so much more emotional than anything I've seen Lori done in the past. Um, so I'm totally on board for this one. Okay, all yeah. right, I will have to check it out. Well, that's something my dad will love. Yeah. Well, so. Netflix doesn't care about no. age. They just they just want your money. If yeah. they get your money, they don't care how old you are. Yeah. So okay. demographics, be damned. At least yep. that's how it is compared to broadcast networks. Yeah, exactly. All right, that's going to do it for this week's Tuned In Podcast. Thank you, Gwen. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Candy. Thanks. Thank you to our producer, Melissa Tack, and thank you for listening. If you have any topic suggestions or comments, please email me at rowen at post-gazette.com, and we'll chat with you again from the TV Critics Press Tour, talking about broadcast shows next week.